Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you're volunteer or work in a ministry, a church, a missions organization, evangelistic association, this is the podcast you want to subscribe to and check out. And uh, if you enjoy it, share it with somebody else, man. Keep it going. So today we're talking about gifts talents, leadership, and traps. And I tell you, in, in the area of gifts and talents, this is one of the, the, the areas in ministry where I see so many people live, think, and, and, and do the way the world sees talent, the way the secular world, the secular system sees talent and gifts. We, we associate that with, with our gifts and talents and think of it that way. And I want to put some of that out there See what God has to say about it. I want to start over in Exodus chapter 31. And this is, let me set this up for you. So Moses and and, and Israel, the nation of Israel has come out of Egypt. They're at the mountain of God. Moses is up on the mountain and God is talking to him. He's talking about him to Moses about, hey, I want you to build an ark, a temple, the priestly garments and all this stuff. And this is what God says to Moses in chapter 31. Now this has got some of those Jewish names in it and, and I'm... I'm probably not going to say these right, so uh, don't judge my life, all right? But verse 1, it says this, Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, I think it is, son of Uri, son of her of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, intelligence, knowledge, and all kinds of skill. To make artistic design for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. In verse 6, moreover, I have pointed Oholiab, Oholiab, whatever, son of Eshemach, something like that, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. I have also given ability to all kinds of skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. So this is the first thing I'm going to say. Everybody has been given gifts and talents. Some of you probably think, I don't have any gifts and talents. You do. You actually do. And what I want to add on to this so that there is some clarity and some understanding, not everyone has been given the same amount of talent. There are people in this world that are more talented than others. That is the way God did it. Okay, if you have a problem with that, you can take that up with him. I'm not sure you're going to get very far with it, but that is the way that goes. Now, the reason that becomes a problem for some people is what I really want to discuss inside that we've all been given gifts and talents. And as we we see people as valuable because of the gifts they have. The secular world sees it that way, but that is not the way God sees things. And here's what I, here's what I want to bring out about that. When you were born, when you basically, when you woke up on this planet, you woke up with gifts and talents in your life. You didn't vote on those. You didn't pay for those. You didn't say, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. You woke up that way. And the same thing, you, the way you were born, you were born in many different ways. You're born male or, or female, you're tall or, or short, you were term, your race, you didn't determine your race, you didn't determine your gender, you didn't determine where you were born, your geography, none of that. Neither did you determine your talents. So why do we put so much stock in what we had nothing to do with? Why do we judge our lives based on the way God dealt with others and not just with us? See, we can covet other people's gifts. We can be jealous of what God's done in them. We can say they've been given more than me. It's unfair. It's not the way it's supposed to be. But this is the deal. God is the one who determined. 
He's the one who determined that. If you look here in that verse three in, in, in Exodus 31, verse three, this is not a conversation that God is having with Moses about this guy, this guy, uh, Bezalel, or however you say his name. Somebody out there can do it right. Probably not me. God is not having a conversation. He is dictating to Moses the terms of this. He says, I call this guy. I am appointing him. I gave him gifts. I gave him talent. I gave him skill. I gave him knowledge. And here is the skill of his areas. He didn't say this guy can do anything. He can pilot ships. He can build spacecraft. He's a musician and he can make great movies and he's a preacher. No, he said, I gave him skills. There are a high amount of skills. It's a lot of skill. And it's in these areas that I gave him this skill. I did this. God did this. Listen, our gifts are not reason for us to take pride, nor are they reason for us to feel detriment or, or less. Our gifts are not supposed to determine that, which is what I want, it brings me to my point number two. Listen to this. And you probably heard this a lot. You are not a talent. You're a person with a talent. And it's easy to say, hey, your talents don't determine who you are, but it's hard when you live in the world we live in if you don't have a fruitful relationship with God. Let me tell you something I've heard a lot in, in church circles and a lot in, in uh, religious things, and that it, it is true, but it's said wrong. And that is God created everyone for a purpose. Now, this is true, but so many times where I see that applied is that God created you to fulfill some type of ministry work, and that is not appropriate. That is not the way God designed things. And this is what I mean by that. Let's say God called me to preach or God called me to do Christian media or God called me to be a businessman so I could provide for the kingdom. You know what that tells me? That the moment sin is dealt with, your, your life has no more value. Only reason you were born on this planet is because sin exists. That's what that type of mentality says, that all I'm here to do is the work of the kingdom. That's why I exist. That is absolutely not why you exist. If that's the case, then you're going to have to explain to me what Adam and Eve were doing. What, what, what ministry were they fulfilling? Who were they leading to Christ? What work of, of the gospel were they doing? Let me tell you what they were doing. They were fellowshipping with God in the midst of a beautiful garden full of good that they did not provide themselves they enjoyed good in the fellowship of God. That's why you were created. You are a person who is in fellowship with God first, and you happen to have a talent that can help bring others into fellowship with God. But don't see it the wrong way. Don't say the only reason I am on this planet is to you know, lead worship, or the only reason I've been put here is to do this or to do that. No, you were put here for fellowship and you cannot put your talent and your calling before your place with God because they are not the same thing and they are not interchangeable. You're not here just to fulfill a purpose. You're here to fellowship with God. And while you're here, there is a purpose for you to fulfill because there are people who do not know God. And we don't want to see them die and go to hell and be lost forever. So we take our time and we go forth. But if you didn't listen to podcast number one or podcast number two, which talked about talent, go back and check those out. Because see, if you don't have a relationship with God, your gifts and your talents will become your motivation. 
And that's not how this works. So let me, let me move past that. Let me, let me um, not move past that. Let me, let me continue on. You're not a talent. You're a person with a talent. It's person first, gifts second. If you do this wrong, here's a couple of things that'll come up. If you, if you don't see that right, here's a couple of problems you're going to have. One, you're, you're, uh, the accomplishments of your talent are going to give you a false sense of security concerning your relationship with God. You're going to think you're good to go with God because you do good work for God. And that's not it. That's not it at all. You'll think because you're doing that you and God are good to go, that you have a good relationship, that you're doing everything right. And they, and in that sense, your talent becomes your God. Your talent becomes your motivation in your work. You relate to God only with works, only with accomplishments, only with what you do. And that's not correct at all. There's no deep relationship in that. It's very surface. It's very shallow. And the moment you can't find a place to use your gifts or the moment that you're unfruitful in an area, maybe there's just a season of difficulty, you're going to think that you're now worthless to God. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And part of the mentality of that is that the world system, the secular world, values talent so much. And so does the ministry world. Now, I'm going to be honest with this, so don't get me wrong and don't get offended by this, but I'm saying there are people in ministry that are paid and people in, 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 the, in the secular world that are paid based on their talents. And the more talent they have, the more work they can accomplish. They're not paid because they're more valuable people. They're paid because they do more things. And that I'm just being real with that because some people can take that real personal. You'd be like, well, I play piano, kind of. Well, I mean, that's valuable. We, you need that on a worship team. But you got this person over here plays six instruments, and they play them very fluently. They're excellent at it. You know what? They may hold inside of that team. They be, may be a more valuable part of that team. That's being on. I am being honest there. That was. It would count more that they are worth more as a team member because they can accomplish more, but they are not worth more as a person. And if you look at talent and judge it the way the world system does, or you misvalue talent, you're going to misvalue your life. This is not the way God created it. Now look over here. And you say, Chad, that doesn't sound right. Well, look over here in Exodus 31. God skilled this one person. He said, Moses, I have appointed this person skilled in every area. And not just skilled, highly skilled in many areas. And then I appointed another person to help them. And then everyone else who has some skill can come up under them. God set up that talent way. He's the one who did that. He showed that. He said, this person is highly talented. And where did they get their talents? They got them from God. See, that's why your talents cannot be a source of pride in your life because you are misjudging. You didn't do anything for that. Now, there's a difference between skill and talent here. And let me just say, if you're not doing anything to develop your, your talent into actual usable skill, now that's a whole nother issue, okay? You need to quit being lazy with your gifts and set your hand to what God has talked to you about, okay? Now, when you're thinking about gifts and talents, it's so easy to get into comparison. It's the third area I want to talk about. When you begin to compare yourself with others, here's what's going on. Comparison is just jealousy. That's all it is. Flat out, it is just jealousy. 
because you don't compare yourself with anyone that's less than you. No one's running around and say, hey, you know what? I can build a computer network and this person over here can barely manage their iPhone. I'm so much better than they are. I'm good to go. My whole life is just awesome. No, you always compare yourself with people that are higher than you, that are better in an area that you wish you had. If I look out there at sports and I see some some you know football player or soccer player and they're doing all this massive sports stuff, I'm not really a sports guy. So, you know, they're they're running the football way down the field and scoring this awesome play. I don't sit around and go, oh, I'm so jealous. Why? Because I don't care anything about football. You know, newsflash, people, it's okay. There are a few people in the world that don't care about football. I'm one of those. I don't care anything about it. I am not impressed by their ability to run down the field with the ball. There are people that are. I am not one of them. I don't ever look at a, at a quarterback or a running back and go, man, I wish God had given me that gift. No, I've got my own. But I have been jealous of the fruitfulness of other people's gifts where I also have a gift. And felt like I'm not doing enough or I'll never be on that level because look at what they do. Hmm. That's comparison. It's just jealousy and it's pride. It's an ungratefulness about what God has done. And you've forgotten. When you have that mindset, you've forgotten that no one chose their gifts. No one voted on them. I didn't, my parents didn't pay the doctors a certain price so that I could be born with gifts and talents. No, it came by God. God did it. Your gifts and talents cannot be a, they, they should not be a source of pride or a sense of importance to you because you didn't have anything to do with it. If you're doing that, th- let me tell you a couple of traps you can get in if you're comparing others. What you're doing is you're misvaluing talent, and you can begin to see people as valuable only because of their talent. You can say, you know what, this person over here, let's just say you're a musician. You say, you know what, this person over here is in the choir and all they can do is kind of sing well, but this person over here can play six instruments and they can sing amazing and write music. That person is a better friend. That person is someone I should be around. That person is someone I should respect. You know what, if the choir member or the super talented musician and singer needs my help, I'm going to go help the super talented musician, singer person because they're more valuable. See, that's the, sec- that's the world's way, the secular way of looking at gifts and talents. They do not determine a person's value at all. A relationship with God where you know your value to him and he, you have received and understand his value of you will put that to rest. It'll squash that down. And if you're having that problem in your life where you're saying, because of how talented others are, or I'm really proud of myself because of my talents. If you're misvaluing your talents, here's what you need to do. You need to take some time and pray. You need to let the Holy Spirit help you work that out in your heart. You don't have to do it alone. Just take that to God and say, listen, this is how I feel about my talent, or I'm comparing myself to others, or I'm probably being a little prideful. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me see you properly, see me properly. Because listen, If you know who you are in Christ, it's going to empower your talent. If you know who you are to God without your talent, it's going to empower your talent. It's going to help you use that gift better in a clearer state of mind with better humility and a better empowerment from God, which is grace. And that's what you want. Now, I've got one more, one more point I want to make here. It's about leadership and talent. Now, I want to look over here in verse 4. I'm still reading out of Exodus 31, verse 4. It says, uh, I'm sorry, not verse 4, verse 2. It says, see, I have 
chosen Bezalel to, to, to be the head of this team, this creative artisan team of, uh, of temple and, 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 and builders and ark builders. I've put this guy over it. Verse 6, I appointed this other person to help them, and then everyone else is going to come up under them. Let me tell you, God made this person talented. He gave gifts and talents to this person, but there were other people with gifts and talents as well. The Bible clearly says there are others. Right there in verse 6 and 7, there are others. I mean, in verse 6, I have given the ability to all skilled workers to make everything I command you. That's in verse 6. There are other people, but God appointed this person as the head over the department, basically, the builder department. Let me tell you something. Your talent does not determine your ability to lead, nor does your talent determine who or talent period determine who should be a leader. That is not the case at all. Don't you ever consider your talent as the open door or proof that leadership should be yours. That is not the case. God sets up leaders. Okay? And I have seen this so many times. This is what I'm about to say. He will appoint a person over an area that does not have a lot of talent in that area and then appoint highly skilled people to assist them. I have seen that so many times times. And this is also where I see people shipwreck their lives, screw so many things up. And I'll just take music as an example, because I used to be a musician and and I'm around musicians. Sometimes they'll say, man, my leadership doesn't listen to me, or I do this, or I've got these things and I've been volunteering and this and that and, and whatever. And they don't understand how talented I am. They don't understand how much I could change the way our church worships or the way this ministry does its worship. If they would, here it goes, here it goes, get out of my way and let my talent lead it. Let my talent do its thing. Listen, I'm telling you, that is the work of the enemy. That is arrogance. That is pride. It is not appropriate. God is the one who determines leadership, not talent. And God is the one who calls talent alongside leadership to assist the leader. The more important part is the leader, not the talent. This is why I tell people talent will open some doors, but character will promote you. Faithfulness, humility, your attitude, your ability to serve, hard work, these are the things that make up your character. Talent will open some doors, but character will promote you. So listen to this. Everyone has talent. And you say, Chad, I don't know what my gift, what my talent is. It's not always this big thing. That's, that's this, I, just, I wish I could put it in your brain to get that out of your head, that talent is this big thing that everyone sees, therefore you're talented. That's not true. First of all, not everyone has the same amount of talent. Second of all, everyone has a gift and they're not all the same. Don't belittle your talent because it's not viewed or before or set before a large group of people and that they all appreciate it. That's not the case. And don't regret what talents you've been given That's measuring yourself by the world system, and that is not being grateful for what God's done in your life. Your talent 
does not qualify you for leadership. And probably the most important thing, what I really want you to remember from today's podcast is this, the work you do is not the purpose that you're here. You're here for God, for relationship and fellowship. Unfortunately, there's also sin in this world and the gifts and the talents God has given you are highly useful for undoing the work of sin and undoing the work of sin in other people's lives and hearts that they can connect with God as well. But if sin had never entered the world, you still have a purpose, and that was to fellowship with God. Never forget that, and never put your fellowship with God second place to your talent. Your talent is not your God. Spend time with God. Get alone with him. And I'm telling you, listen, this is so important. When you do, when you have that, that flourishing personal relationship with God, your talent will flourish as well. Some of you say, Chad, I hadn't found my talent or I'm not able to get, get into this or I can't really find a place. It may be because there's no grace on your talent because there's no grace on your life because you're not living right. You're not doing right. You're not spending time with God. Maybe he's not promoting you so that you don't get two or three more steps up the ladder and fall and hurt yourself. Break your heart. Break other people's heart. Take time to spend time with God. Understand who he is to you, who you are to him. Let that empower your gifts and never forget this. No matter how talented a person is, or I should say this, no matter how much talent a person has or doesn't have does not determine their worth. How much talent you have, how much talent everyone else has does not determine your worth. Don't compare yourself. Know this, God paid a price for you. He loves you and there is your true value. Man, if today's podcast has been a blessing to you, and I, and I hope it was, please let me know. Send me an email. Uh, you can go on our website, ministrystaffpodcast.com, or if you just want to just shoot us an email directly, ministrystaffpodcast at gmail.com. You can, you can email there. And if today's podcast has been a blessing, share it with someone. Please don't be a jerk about it and be like, man, let me tell you what, you need to hear this. No, just send them a link and say, hey, I think this will be a blessing to your life. It was a blessing to mine. You know, it's sending it as an encouragement, not as a rebuke. All right. And listen, we're going to be here every week. Tell others about it. Subscribe to the podcast. Let people know. And uh, we'll talk to you again. <laughs>